Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hi everyone, it's Michelle Lightworker here and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. I am very excited today to be sharing my, my screen with the wonderful James Devitt. And James is actually a master healer, a master channeler, a master spiritual teacher of new energy, and an international author. He's been on his spiritual path throughout this lifetime, but consciously for over 31 years. So James works with the High Council of the God Star, the Council of Light, the Ashtar Command Council, Council, and the Earth Planetary Council of Elders. James is also the founder and director of the Awakening Network, which includes the Blue Star Spiritual Group, Metamorphosis, Life Coaching, Life Transformations, and the Blue Star Academy Spiritual School. So he's got his hand in quite a few pipes. He has developed his own readings as well as one of the very first pure quantum healing modalities known to, the world, to, to this world. The Blue Star Healing Method. And through his connection with spirit, James works tirelessly to assist people from all walks of life and from around the world to walk the path that they are here to walk. So, without further ado, I am going to invite James in. But I don't know if he is actually able to see me. Can't, can't see you. James, let's have a look. problem with my, my live streams lately. Not 100% sure. James, if you if you can actually see this, could you send me a message? I've got my, my computer here so I can get my, my messenger messages, but I can't see that you've come up. Here we go. I've got live viewers. Hmm. Just, um, hmm. Hmm, hang on a sec, it's got to hear your live viewers. Hmm. Someone's watching. Okay. I'll just check with James. See if anybody. James, I can't see you. I'm going to have to, I think, oh, hang on a second. Oh, hi, Kelly. I can see that you're watching. Maybe it just takes a little while for these things to come up. I just can't see you, James. I can see Kelly. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> We're trying to sort out this live stream business. I'm not sure what what's happening. Hmm. Hi, Charlie. <laughs> Right. Well, James, James is actually communicating via my message. No. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know what else to do. Maybe what I'll do, James, maybe what I'll do is I'll try it from my personal page and then I'll just share it on to Enlightened Conversations. I'm not 100% sure what, what's going on here. Um, Oh, hang on, James, you've, you've appeared. You've appeared. Bring James on the camera. Okay, he's being added. Oh, my God. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's adding. He's adding. He's adding. He's adding. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my connection's a bit slow. James. <laughs> Here you are. Hello, lovely. 
There we go. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Very excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. And, um, I mean, we had a brief chat. I've introduced you formally. And, um, you know, we had a brief chat just like lining this, this conversation up. But um, I'm really excited to, to learn more about what you do and um, to share that with the world. Well, I'm very excited about it as well. It's, it's, I, I was actually very nervous and worried about today because today started off really well until about 9 this morning. And then it went downhill very, very quickly and very, very steeply. Oh, wow. You've had a challenging morning as well. I've had a challenging morning as well. Yeah. So I'm very excited to be here and I'm very excited for this interview. Yeah, well, it's kind of, I, I like to say to people, it's really not an interview. It's just a conversation. It's like you and me sitting down, having a cuppa and debriefing and finding out about what spirit wants to come through today. Because it could be anything. It could be, I learn about you, you learn about me. We, we, we chew the enlightened fat on any topic that we feel called to talk about. So it's really that's role modeling. For those of you who don't know what enlightened conversations are, um, they're about transforming everything that's happening in our lives with each other, ourselves, sharing that dialogue and transforming that to a higher vibration to see the best, the best out of what's going on. And I'm up to anything. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to be here and be interesting to see where we go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for those of you watching, and if this is your first in, enlightened conversation that you've ever tuned into, we are all about um, shining the light in the dark places and, you know, we are really about dialoguing reality, not, not just talking about concepts, but talking about like how things, how we feel about things really and how they really affect us, but then also how we can transcend them. So not like pushing out the darkness just to focus on the lighty, 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 whitey stuff, but to really speak to it. And I find it really interesting, James, that both of us have had a challenging morning on the same day. Exactly, yeah, definitely. You know, just from the point of view of... Um, you know, when, when we when we talk about like when we're raising our vibration and so and so then how how sometimes there can be interference that comes through that can come in different forms, blocks, barriers, so to speak. Oh definitely and, and it's you know it's it's sometimes it can be very challenging to to maintain that balance and to maintain the um staying in your heart. I mean I as I said, today was a very stressful day. And just to let you know a little bit about why it was stressful, my wife is on her way to Australia to, to see her sister yeah. who's having her 60th birthday. And that's really good and really exciting and everything. And um, it, it, at 9 o'clock this morning, she found out that her Jetstar flight had been delayed by an hour. And since we live in Dunedin, there's not a lot of flights. So we, we start looking at it, and we're like, okay, well, if she leaves an hour later, she's basically going to miss her connecting flight. So then we had to book another flight to get her to Auckland on time. But it was leaving in such a time that it takes about 25 minutes to get to the airport from our house, and we had 28 minutes to get there. Oh, wow. And so we rushed. We, we got everything. We get going. We get to the airport. Made it by two minutes. And I'm thinking, okay, we're, we're all good. Congratulations. I know that feeling. Uh, thankfully, there was no cops around. Yeah. At one point, I was doing 120 in a, in a 100 zone. So so oh she, she, unfortunately, she had to fly to Wellington and then on to Auckland. And she's in Wellington. She gives me a call. Everything's all right. And she's going to be on time, no problem. And then she's boarding, and she sends me a text message. I forgot my passport. Oh. 
So literally 15 minutes ago, well, technically now I would say 25 minutes ago, I was at the post shop sending her passport overnight courier so she can get it and fly over tomorrow. And she has wow. to stay in Auckland overnight. So this is what I've been dealing with since 9 o'clock this morning. Bravo to you that you've actually turned up for this because... No, but the thing is, and I was thinking about this on the way home from the post shop. Yep. Sometimes spirit gives us these challenges. Yes. And, yeah, it's an expensive challenge and everything else, but spirit doesn't really care about money, of course. But the thing is, here's the challenge. With all of these things happening and all, the, all of this stress and, and frustration and everything... Can you stay in your heart? Yeah. Can you stay focused? Can you stay grounded long enough to sort out what you need to and not completely lose the plot? That's the hardest bit. You I know. It. I know. You nailed that. Well, I mean, it was. I, I lost it a couple of times, as you would. No, but, but you I breathed. identifying it. <laughs> I breathed, I stayed centered, I stayed balanced, and it was it was really good, yeah. Far out, James. Oh, my goodness. Hey, that's just a big, huge um, message for everybody out there. It's it's um, really what we're called to do as we're stepping up our vibration. It's so true, James. It's so true. Everything that's happened this week, um, it's really forced me to look at that. Um you know, especially especially when there's things outside of your control, and especially when there's when you're dealing with um, other people's stuff as well. Like when they're caught up in their stuff, and and you know it's their stuff, but you still got to go. Okay, hang on a second. How do I stay in my heart space right now, even though they might not be in their heart space uh, with how they're talking to me, or how they're dealing with me, or what they expect from me? I've had a lot of that this week, so. Um, yeah, not just the outside things, stuff that happens, but also, yeah, I've had that dealing with people thing where I've had to really question, um, yeah, my my uh, ability uh, to stay in my heart space when I'm feeling a little bit, because um, I've had a lot of stuff. You know when you've got a week where you've, you've got to focus on that and then you've got to focus on that and you've got to focus, and it's like you sort of, your head is going boom, 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 and you're focusing on all these things, but then it's like, okay, um, maybe maybe I just need to come back to my heart space for a second and then just make sure that all these other decisions I'm making that are usually quite clear cognizant and very boom, 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 don't become um, fear-based or uh, ungrounded decisions because of the swiftness of having to make those decisions yeah yeah and, and there's actually a second part to that though as well if you do lose the plot a little bit and you need to, to center and ground and, and get back into your heart <clears throat> don't judge yourself don't criticize yourself yes. Yes. You, and, and that that's where so many people fail because oh well i should have been better at that or i should have done this and i should have done that and and, and so on and so forth. And it's like, look, at the end of the day, here's the deal. And, and so many people forget this. We are, for, for star seeds, right, we're, we're talking about an individual. Every star seed is, is this way. So every star seed, we're talking about an individual whose soul uh, has come from another world, has come from somewhere else, and they have they've already gone through the evolutionary process. They've already gone through the ascension on their own world, which is why they're a star seed here. And, and we, we, we have this mentality. Well, we, we are better than this. We, we do things better than this, but at the end of the day, you're in a physical body incarnated on a three dimensional planet that is filled with density, duality, all of these things that you've already, you know, moved past and moved beyond. And the thing is, is that when you judge yourself, when you criticize yourself, you're actually bringing down your vibrational frequency. You are. Indeed, you are. Agreed. 
And so the most, the more that you can move beyond that, the better it becomes. And basically it's like something happens and you notice that you judge somebody for something and you stop yourself and you say, no, I can't go there because, you know, it's not my place to judge them. Well, that's living consciously. That's making a conscious choice. That's what you're supposed to do. See, no one is perfect, and, and we all make mistakes. We all have these issues. We all go through these things. But we need to be able to stop for a moment and reflect, look at what's going on and go, no, that's not, that's not me. That's not who I am. That's not the path I'm going to take. And actually have the courage to say, no, I'm going down this way because this is what's right for me. Yeah, and it's a self-love, self-respect thing, and it's coming from that zone rather than I should or I'm, I know better or I'm, you know, um, better than even because I think sometimes we can put ourselves in that position as well as we, and I've, I've noticed that about, um, you know, conscious consciousness, you know, some people get to that point where they're quite conscious and they, and they actually think, um, you know, I know better um, and I know better than you. You know, it's it's they take it that that next step, whereas we're all on a journey of really discovering our our truth and the truth and what the truth means and feels like, and there's no real wrong move really, I think, and everybody needs to accept that about everybody else. I think if we were all doing that, we wouldn't be as hard on ourselves, but we also then wouldn't be as hard on the journey that everybody else is taking as well, and there would be a lot more heart space and a lot more compassion not only for people outside of the spiritual industry, but also when you are involved in the spiritual industry, there would be a lot more compassion for people and their journey and what they need to learn rather than judgment. And unfortunately, there's a lot of that, um, but, but also that's a process, I think, that people have to walk through as well before they get a level of my own judgment onto somebody else. Oh, James, I've lost you. Oh, you've popped out. Oh, I'll invite you back in. Hang on. I'm adding. Hi, everybody. Hey, if you want to say anything, I've got my computer on my lap, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch out for your comments, and I'm happy to. I'm not as great. I'm not as great at this as a lot of people I've seen. In fact, I should really put my, my glasses on. Hey, James. It says it's adding you. Just letting you know, it's saying adding, adding, adding. Um, yeah, well, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this conversation because a lot, a lot has been set, sent to, to challenge me. Uh, I also want to think, I want to talk about how when we talk about, um, you know when you're talking about taking on other people's stuff, I want to talk about that today too because it's been happening this week and, and um, in identifying what that actually is or not is, because for me, um, you can say it's not my stuff. Oh, your connection has failed, James. So I'm just going to try add you, add you again, darling. Bring James onto camera. Um, it's saying adding again, James. Oh, good. It says connecting. Great. James just sent me a message, but oh. Hopefully, I can talk to you about this, James. But I, I, I really want to talk talk about um, when we, um, from one perspective, I guess you could say, in the world of duality, you could say, "I'm here, you're there, you have your reality and your boundary. I have my reality and my boundary. We have emotional boundaries, we have physical boundaries, we have intellectual boundaries, we have, you know, um, sexual boundaries, but." The reality is that's that's in the world of duality, but then in the world of unity, in the world of oneness and consciousness on that level, which is the the world that we actually live in, alongside the, the world of duality, it's all at the same time. Um, we everything's an extension of ourselves, and so even though I'm not taking on somebody else's stuff um, when I when I'm when I've got my boundary there, still it is part of that story or that that transaction I'll try again James it failed I'm trying again I'm trying again um, yeah so even though that 
that, like for example, this situation where I'm trying to add James in. Well, James and I are already connected. So the duality of this situation is I'm trying to add James into the conversation. However, James and I are already connected. There is no disconnection. Um, however, the lesson around the connecting is, I could say, well, it's not my issue, it's a technology issue. This has nothing to do with me, but it could have a lot to do with me. It could be that we're talking about subject that I'm only just coming upon and I have some discomfort about it, or James might have some discomfort about it and we're both, you know, there might be something going on there not that I'm not conscious of. I'm not actually feeling that consciously, but that could be going on or it could be some interference from somewhere else, but then, it, then I could say, well, that's not about me, but then I, but then actually, isn't it about me? It could well be about me. So it might be about me coming to terms. I'm gonna try again, James. <laughs> could be me coming to terms with this aspect of myself, you know? So it's about keeping an open mind as if, if it is all about me because everything's just a mirror of my existence and my process and my journey, then it's about that ownership. It's about me going, well, what is it? And, and, and exploring that and not just fobbing it off and going, oh, well, nothing I can do about it. Oh, well, it's that person's stuff. James has sent me a message. It's trying to keep me, but you're frozen. It just says connecting. Okay. I'm not sure what's going on there because I did make sure I was on the good connection, hopefully. It's not frozen on my end. I've got good connection here, so that's good. Um, just my computer's playing me, so that's good for me to know. Um, but I will try again, James. Let's go fourth time lucky. Adding. Come on. Bring on. Bring in the consciousness and the connection energy to make this happen, angels. So, I'm interested to hear any comments you guys might have on that. Um, if you've got any comments, please send them through while we're waiting for James. Um, oh, is it frozen again? Uh, thanks, Ryan said, said discernment and judgment are two different things too. That used to be confusing for me. Sammy, Hayden, reason and rhyme. Uh, it's says it failed again, James. Um, hey, James, if, if I have a problem adding you again, what I might do is um, I'll try and I'll try and get you in on my computer and um, on a on a, a video or actually a voice call or something like that because it might take up too much download if I if I if I put it on the, the video. Anyway. I'm really curious about discussing this topic about how we stay in our heart space and have this relationship of unity with everything that happens all the way around us. James, you sent me a message. Trying to keep it freezing. Oh, okay. Intense energies, I suspect, playing with electronics. Could well be. I'm calling James. Get him in on the on a on a voice on the voice. I think 
I'm trying to add in so that might be interfering and it might be frozen. So we'll just look, we'll just keep talking. Um, I'm going to try James again after this. If this doesn't, if it says adding and it's failed, I'll just try and add him in again because I think I want to, I just want to keep trying to persist with this conversation here around um, staying in the heart space. Um, I'm curious if anybody out there has issues around this. Can you, here we go, his connection failed. Let me, let me try and call him again. Hello, James. Hello. Yay, we've got James. At least we got you on audio, huh? Yeah, every time you was trying to connect, it's, um, it, you, you would just freeze and it just would say connecting. Yeah. weird shit going down here did you hear any of i mean it froze a bit but what i was saying was like you know how we get we have these ideas that we have a boundary here and a boundary there around what my stuff is and your stuff is and there's this sort of um world of duality around that but because i used to teach boundary setting as a counselor many moons ago and what i've realized now is like even my husband i was having a conversation with him this morning and we were talking about um oh, there was this person and I was saying, like, I know that they're behaving in a certain way because they've got this issue going on. And then he said, oh, well, you know, that's not your stuff, don't you, honey? And I said, I know, but yeah, no, but why am I creating this for myself, this experience for myself too? And so everything, and I've attracted this situation, so everything's about me. I I don't want to not take ownership of this. And I wanna, I wanna own it because there's some lesson, there's some gold nugget in this for me. And if I just say, oh yeah, it's just their stuff, then I haven't really gotten the lesson around it for myself. Um, um I, I'd like to throw a spanner in the works if I could. Mm-hmm. On that, mm-hmm. uh, it is, it is true that sometimes we we experience these things with people because they're trying to show us something or they're trying to teach us something. Mm-hmm. And that's very true. Yeah. But sometimes things happen because we're actually, there's nothing there for us. Yeah. We're actually doing something to assist them. I agree. Agree with that. You know, like to give you an example, uh, when I was a little kid, I had a, a stepfather. Mm-hmm. Because that's my learning. So it in te- technically, 
I can't play the victim in either situation um, by saying, well, it's not about me. I'm just handing it over and it's their boundaries and all that. It actually, it is, if it is something about me, then I need to actually own that. In this situation, I actually did feel it was about me. It was about my response to the person's, when this person escalated in their energy and their inability to moderate their reality, it was about me and what I, how I responded to that by, in the past, how I responded to that was I just did that old thing of, oh, it's about you, it's not about me and it's the boundary and that's them and literally, but what happened in my energy centres was I shut down and what we're talking about is not shutting down. We're talking about keeping our heart open and I think that that's a really big ask when you feel every cell in your body is recoiling and going, excuse the French, but fuck off. Um, you know, don't treat me like that. I respect myself better than this and you've got no idea what you're dealing with. You know, that, that is not okay at all in any way, shape or form. So it's very hard to keep your energetic centre open when all of you just wants to recoil and shut down. And it's very, very hard to, 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 to sit in a compassionate place when a person is in that abusive situation in the middle of it or just it's just happened or it is hard to maintain a relationship with a person who's coming from that space. So for me, it's been that challenge this week because um, I haven't had that for a while around me. And so, but I noticed my little 12-year-old, you know, adolescent inner child, um, that's what she did when she dealt with this person. She would completely shut down. In her energy, she would be saying, get away from me, I don't want to have a bar of you. And then, but the, the consequence of that was my heart shut down, my energy shut down. So I've learned this week that I need to keep, find a way to become peaceful in my heart and keep it open and not shut my energy down, but still have my self-respect on board as well. So that's just a bit of my own personal sharing of what I've been through this week. <laughs> what, what I find interesting about that, most of you, you find yourself in a situation where you're being asked to remain open. Yes. Yes, I am. To remain in balance within yourself. Yes, I am. And this is exactly what I was asked to do Today. Wow, I know. It just felt like a match. There was something going on energetically there with what you were going through straight up. I felt it. Totally different scenarios. Oh, totally, yeah. But the exact same situation, the exact same. Can you go through this and remain centered within yourself, be true to who you are, and remain open and not shut yourself down, not not go into that place of fear, go into that place of withdrawal, and actually stay where you need to be. Yep. And so that's that's a phenomenal thing for people to hear. It is. I they need to hear that. They do indeed. Mm. Now I wanted to get. Uh, uh, I thought a lot about this, and I've been thinking about this since we spoke about this. And I was asked to give you a blessing. Thank you. That is so beautiful, James, really. Yes, but this blessing is in universal light language. Okay. I'm, I'm open, ready, and um, excited Thanks. to receive it. Thank you. Well, I've been speaking universal light language for 23 years now. And so, yeah, it, this is something that goes from heart to heart. It, it goes beyond the, the English verbiage of labels and everything. And it's, it's a heart to heart type of thing. So here you go. Thank you.
interesting because um, I, I had some, that's the second kind of time this week that I've had light language flooding across my whole being. Um, and it's made a big difference to, to how I feel. Um, I, I, I really felt that um, coming, same thing, I must need it. It's coming through, it's literally coming through my stomach and it's coming up to my heart and out. So it's like my, yes. sac my sacral chakra is really like going, I, I need to soak this in, like receive, receive, receive. And then my, my heart is coming out my heart and I'm feeling that my heart's kind of like expanding outwards like this. And I had the same feeling um, on Tuesday when Michael Murr was doing some light language with our other host, Raul, Estevez on Tuesday and it was really interesting because I kind of last week I was thinking gee that's interesting we don't have a lot of people doing light language on the channel but we've got two in one week like that's that's like crazy like we I had one last year um, with Australia Love and she did some light language with me and it was absolutely beautiful but since then we haven't had a lot of light language happening through and to have that that synchronicity of one week and I felt the same thing and then I did filming with um with uh, um Adam Mack on the heart matrix and we were talking about all things staying in the heart and how to do this and all that kind of stuff on the Tuesday like directly like literally the live stream was at nine o'clock my time and then I was filming at 10 o'clock with this with Adam and I just feel like the messages coming through this week so strongly, and I hope you guys are soaking them in uh, as you're listening, is stay in your heart space. And, and sometimes it is a challenge. Um, often it's, James, don't you feel like, you know, it's sometimes it's just a challenge to stay in your heart space, um, but it's a practice. Like if we stay, if we like, if, if, we, if we, how am I saying this? If we make it a practice to be in our heart space, right, and when things are easy and we don't take it for granted, we stay in our gratitude, we stay in our joy, we stay in our belief in the unity, we call on our heart, heart to help us make intuitive decisions that flow. If we, if we do all those tools, then when, when the proverbial shit hits the fan, like it did with you this morning, and... <laughs> And, 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 and how it has felt like for me this week with a few things. Um, I think it's not as hard to find our way back to heart space. Would you agree? Like you can you still have to work your way down like a chisel sometimes, but it's not as hard because you're kind of used to it. You know, to be really blunt and honest about it, it this is something that, that we need to work on every single day. Yeah. We are, we are bombarded by a multitude of different sensations, information, people, experiences, that there is there's always something that can take us out of that heart space. And so the only way, and, and you know, a workshop that I teach is called Conscious Mindful Living. Mm -hmm. And it's about not only being in the present moment, but it's about making conscious decisions and choices each day because if you're not making conscious choices if you're just making blind choices there's too much of an opportunity to be pulled out of your center to be pulled out of your heart I agree 100% with that and so through my conscious mindful living by, by being very conscious of our choices. And when I say conscious, I mean, you don't just get up and go, oh, well, I'm having a bowl of cereal because I have a bowl of cereal every morning. Yeah. It's like, make a conscious choice of what you're going to eat for breakfast. Make a conscious choice of whatever piece of clothing that you're going to put on. Make a conscious choice of what you're going to watch. I mean, even if you watch the same thing every Tuesday night, Make a conscious choice of what you're going to watch. Don't just block you know, well, I always do it. So, and, and then, you know, you get into this almost robot mentality where, oh, well, this is just what I do. And, and you're not even present. Yeah. 
But by being conscious, and it takes work. Because let me tell you something. I've been doing this now for over 30 years. And when I started out, I was not able to stay in my heart. Yeah. Oh, me, today, me too. Me too. And today was, was probably the most stressful day I've had in the last five years. Yeah. And I'm still in my heart. Yeah. And it's because it's like it's something you have to work on every single day. And, and unfortunately, we have too many people who, they get lazy, you know. And it's like, they think, well, well, you know, it's kind of like this. It's like, it, my wife and I have spoken about this many times. It's like our spiritual guides, okay, as an example. Now, the key word in that is guide. They cannot do anything for us. They are there to guide us. So every day when we get up, we should, we should ask them for their assistance. We should thank them for their assistance. And then if we get into a situation where they could, they could give us some assistance, but they don't because we haven't asked for it, we can't really, although a lot of people do, we can't really blame them for not assisting us when we haven't asked for their assistance. Mm. So it's about conscious every day. Conscious about our choices, conscious about what we're doing. You had that, that event that happened this week. Yeah. But currently you, you fall into this totally. trap. Yeah, you totally. Trap. Yeah, I would. I would just shut down. Yeah, and that's a trap. Mm, totally. And so it's like spirit is always testing us. So we, we run across these situations, and it's like, how are you going to respond? Are you going to respond the way you've always responded, or are you going to respond differently? And it's like it, it's about trusting yourself enough to say, you know. And, and you made a very interesting comment. You said, "I don't like being treated that way because I'm better than that." Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Living a conscious life is something you should be doing because you're better than that. Yeah. See what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah, me too. And you know, like, it's interesting because uh, it kind of like um, my husband and I were having a conversation this morning about artificial intelligence and how, um, you know, uh, it, it sort of it takes away a level of consciousness from humanity, like almost like disabling humanity. Because um, uh, he was talking, he was sharing with me about how there's been some education, oh, well, you know, um, What's the gentleman's name who's just passed away again? Who, who, um, he's amazing. Thank you. Stephen Hawking passed away. Love you, Stephen. And he had some really beautiful, um, connection, I think, to the universe and understanding it, um, in, in a, in a bigger capacity than most scientists would. Um, and I feel like, you know, he, he, my husband Tony had made a comment about Stephen who had mentioned that there's a real, there's a real danger in handing our power over to artificial intelligence because in Stephen's mind, it would stop our evolution. Now, my belief is is that nothing could stop our evolution. We we could certainly learn from something intersecting us and our consciousness, but we would rise above it because that's part of our journey as conscious beings. Um, But, you know, having said that, it is about... um, not handing our consciousness over and like I don't know if anybody out there uses a GPS but if you program something into your GPS to go there even if you've been there a few times you you know and it, you're driving down a street perhaps that you know you shouldn't be driving down because maybe maybe there's I don't know there's a quicker way around the other way and your intuition's kicking in and fighting the GPS you know it's almost like I don't need to go down there. What are you sending me down there for? I know the way. It's down this way. It's easier, you know. Or they don't know that there's a cat that runs across the road down that end, you know. (laughs) There's things that you intuitively know how to follow, you know, without having to follow, program the GPS sometimes. You know what I mean? When it's repetitive? Definitely. Definitely. It's a bit scattered. Sorry, everybody. But you know what what I'm getting at? It's it's like... um, Consciousness is so important. It's precious. It's gold. Um, 
if we start to hand our power over to to too much to these things, we start to regress, and, and we it is a there is a danger there of um, falling asleep a bit in our conscious choices. Oh, I agree completely because I mean, you know, we're faced with so many different things here, and there are different. We have to be mindful of traps, like a lot of people get trapped because they don't take the time to discern. So and so was really famous, so whatever they say, I'll take it as true, instead of actually discerning. And this can take them down the wrong track. Yeah. Be presented with challenges like you've been challenged this week. I've been challenged. You know, can you speak your heart? Yeah. That's right. Okay, so you faltered a little bit. Are you going to judge yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you going to criticize yourself? Or are you going to go, you know what? I, I probably could have done that a little better. Something for me to work on a little bit next time. And Yep. And, and hopefully do a little bit better and get good to go and have a nice day and off you go. Yep. That's really, really important. And, and you have to be willing to not only explore, but you also have to be willing to reflect. Absolutely. I, I took it to the point where I, I understand what you're saying about the um, high expectations of yourself because what I realised was that when I had, um, in the past, in my life, when I had actually shut down, um, I it, it had actually created a, a situation for myself in my 20s where I developed anorexia. I was so shut down. And I had these high expectations of myself. And I actually reflected to that level this week in understanding how that kind of behaviour around me and things like that as I was a, a young person really really created high expectations of myself actually and I projected those onto my body and developed, you know, developed an, an eating disorder because I I shut down. And I think it's, it's yes, I agree with you, James. I, I, I totally agree with you. I had to really take it there this week. It was a really deep week of healing for me. Um, and I just wanted to say Sammy Hayden... Um, has just said that GPS is just a guide, like our guides are guides. Thank you, Sammy. And uh, Peter Boone, hi. And a few other people have tuned in that I haven't had a chance to say hello to. I know you're watching. Thank you. Um, and, um, yeah, so that's it's been a huge week. Are you feeling more connected to your heart even talking about this topic? I kind of find I am. I'm feeling thank you for the blessing that you gave me earlier as well, the light language blessing, but I just even feel like talking about this is helping me to really remember the heart space. Well, it is because this is why it's so important. I mean, we talk about first things in connection to the heart. When you when you're when you're talking about fear-based things, what happens? Yeah. You become more fear-based. Yep. If you're talking about heart things, mm-hmm. you become more heart-based. Yep. And so, it it. One of those situations where we have to make a decision, we have to make a choice. You know, who are you going to hear? Because next lifetime, you'll, you'll have the opportunity to choose something different, but you're not in that next lifetime. You're not in the previous lifetime. You're in this lifetime. And as somebody who regularly looks at past lives, I know that the most important lifetime is the one we're living in. So we have to be focused here. We have to be conscious here and not worried about the other, other, other side of things. And so the more that we can speak about heart things, the more that we can interact with those people of heart, it does increase that connection of our heart within ourselves, And it'll actually get to a point where all of a sudden you will feel almost an implosion within the heart mm-hmm. as it activates to a higher level. I agree. I think once you get the lesson too, like things, it's like when you own your lesson in it, even if you weren't the catalyst and so 
someone else is a catalyst and it's all, oh my God, they're acting like he's late and who knows, like a maniac. But when you get the lesson of your path, of what you've got to own, whether that's self-respect, whether that's um, learning how to keep your heart open to everything and yourself at the same time in the most extraordinarily difficult circumstances, if that is your lesson, if that is my lesson, if that we are being called to step up and then to share it. I mean, that's obviously what both of us have been through this morning, to be able to go through situations where we've been challenged. So then we're in a position of role modelling and enlightened conversation around it and how we can actually be honest and accountable and take stock about it and reflect. And I mean, that's a gold. That's a gift that then gets passed on to everybody else. But not everybody's ready for it, I don't think. I, I, my my sense is, is that this conversation may may be viewed. It was quite disruptive to begin with, and I think that that it's almost like it gives people the opportunity who are at the end <laughs> to probably go. Hmm, I'm glad I stuck it out. I was ready for it, you know. Whereas people who watched a little bit and dropped off, maybe not ready. Maybe need to do a bit more work before they they're drawn to this level of conversation because it's quite deep and quite confronting well it is my favorite phrase of conversation (laughs) Um, (laughs) you you know you get to a point where it's like you know what i have played enough games throughout my incarnation throughout my life that the way i am now I'm not interested in the games anymore. All I'm interested in is reality. I'm interested in being real with who I am, with what I am, with what I'm doing, and that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like when I have a conversation like this, it's like my first thought is, ooh, someone that that actually understands. Woo! (laughs) And my feet are tingling. You know, when my feet tingle, that yeah. is that is a really awesome sign. By the way, I'm not wearing any shoes. Um, I just put, stuck my feet up to the camera so everybody can see I've got bare feet. Um, and that that it is a conscious decision because I like to not wear shoes as much as possible. But what I notice is is that my feet tingle when when there's a huge um, vibrational shift of energy coming through. So if I'm feeling it, I imagine that the viewers are actually it's actually coming down to our to our audio visual through through the through the technology to everybody else, which is quite awesome and exciting. And for me, to be honest, that's the point. Yes, me too. It's all about sharing. It is, but it's also about taking things to that next level. You know, you get so many people and they're like, there, there's a great almost confusion going on in this world and people are, are waiting for events that aren't meant for them or they're waiting for events that aren't going to happen and it just creates this scenario where people get focused on the wrong things. You know, it doesn't really matter. All that matters is being if you're in the moment, if you're in today, and you're doing the things that you need to do that is best for you, best for your life, you're living from your heart, you're living your life according to your inner sanctum, then you can actually walk a path that is much more conducive to who you are. And this is so widely important, yeah. and so many people tend to miss this because they're trying to... I'm going I'm to share with you the thing that I actually dislike the most mm-hmm. about about being incarnated on this planet. Okay, please do. You're a soft place to fall with me. Trust me. <laughs> go, okay. go right ahead, Dom. Here it, it is. This is the thing that annoys me the most about planet Earth. Being competitive. Oh, yeah. I, I, I see people so much, and 
it's like they're always in trying to be in competition with each other, you know, and, and it's like there's absolutely no reason for it. There's no point to it. it we're, we're all here for the same reasons, and we're all here to, to do something that is spectacular, that changes the very fabric of the universe, that changes everything that, that one could possibly imagine. And all we have to do is step out of our own self for a moment and realize the fact that this journey is a sacred journey that we, we all, each one of us, has chosen to walk, has chosen to be on. And all we have to do is get out of our own way and actually decide, make a choice, make a decision. Who are you going to be? Yeah, who are you going to be? How are you, you going to live your life? You know, and, and, and you, can, you can be, the thing is, when you put yourself out in the public eye, I know you did probably discover this, Michelle, I've discovered this, you're going to have leaders. Sure. It, it, is, it is part and parcel of doing, I mean, I don't care if you're in, in like the spiritual realm like yourself and like myself, I don't care if you're an actor or an actress or, or a singer or whatever you might be. But if you're in the public arena, you're going to have those haters. You're going to have those people who criticize you, who do whatever. And it's about owning who you are. Yes. Not about buying into their dramas, but rather moving above their dramas and, and realizing that there's something much greater going on here than meets the end. Yeah, there is. And I, I need to end on that note because we're out of time, but I've really enjoyed our conversation and I, I agree with you 100% and I uh, feel that when we get busy owning what we're here to do, we don't have time to be focusing on everyone else and what they're doing. We have, we're just getting busy sharing what, our, what we're being called to do. So I really thank you great, graciously from my heart, James, for sharing space with me and for rising above our own challenges with, with our technology and getting on with it and doing what we're here to do today. So thank you. Well, I thank you tremendously for the opportunity and I love the conversations and I love the sharing. And my only hope is, is that somebody who hears this or who has heard it or who will hear it, it'll make a difference for them and their family. Thank you so much. Got lots and lots of love to you. Many blessings. Bye. Well, everybody, I just wanted to make a few announcements before we sign off for today. We have a, another Enlightened Conversation coming up with myself and um, Kazi K. Iliopoulos, and she's a self-improvement author and energy, flowers and crystal healing practitioner and passionate and is passionate about guiding individuals to relearn how to heal their physical, mental, emotional and spiritual selves. She's also a speaker and teacher facilitating seminars, workshops and meditation sessions to support the other souls on their spiritual journey. So I'll be talking to her next Thursday, um, the, the uh, 22nd of March at 12pm Australian Eastern Standard Time or 1pm Melbourne Time. Um, just to let you know that she won the Living Now 2015 Evergreen Book Bronze Medal for Spiritual Leadership for her book. Uh, her first published book, Living in the Light, Love and Truth. So, And um, she's won a silver medal in 2017 for her second book, which was How to Create Positive Energy in Your Space. Um, so, wow, we're really looking forward to meeting um, and hopefully we've got a little bit more of a technology uh, flow with our live stream for that one next Thursday. And we've also got um, Jag Sandu over in um, the UK, She's going to be doing a, a live stream next Tuesday or Wednesday, be decided, with a mysterious Canadian guest. So we will we'll find more out about that very soon and I'll make an announcement on the Enlightened Conversations public Facebook page and I'll do the add-up so you guys know about it as an event. Um, and then next, uh, next Saturday, um, we have a uh, Enlightened Conversation with Raul Estevez when he chats to Laura Faccione. And they're talking about how Laura not only 
reconciles her academic mind with her spiritual being in a unit of consciousness to help students achieve their full potential, which is really lovely. And that's at 11.45 a.m. in Melbourne or 10.45 a.m. in Australian Eastern Standard Time. And our final announcement is I have a wonderful episode of um, uh, Enlightened Conversations on 5G TV and also will be available on YouTube and topbuzz.com. Um, we, we actually have a, um, a, a connection with uh, topbuzz.com and Enlightened Conversations is now actually um, streaming from YouTube and our Facebook Live directly into topbuzz.com. Um, so we're very excited about that. And we've got Paul Seals uh, from Conscious Capital Partners. I've just done an episode with him and uh, CryptoMasterminds.org. And he's sharing his expertise and understanding and investing in the crypto market with us on the Enlightened Conversations, but also the other themes around crypto and, and, and uh, how we can actually uh, overcome any barriers we might have and fears to do with money and crypto and you know, also identify the risks as well. It's really, really great conversation that we had and I will be posting that very soon. It is on topbuzz.com at the moment and it is on our YouTube channel and you can find that through our website, lightworkerfoundation.org, but I will be posting it, uh, the links and everything up on our Enlightened uh, Conversations public page this afternoon. So lots of love to you all. Thank you, James. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and we'll see you next time.